everyone. Welcome to today's bonus episode of the Women in Tech SEO podcast. I am super excited to be here, joined by my awesome co-host, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hello. This feels like we've not done this in a long time, isn't it? I know. I know. I'm really excited. I love that you bought up this idea a few weeks ago of us doing like an end of year bonus episode for everyone. Yeah, so I thought it would be like a cool idea just to do like a bit of a recap and also record a podcast with you because yes, like I said, um, yeah, it's just good to spend some time with you on the podcast. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely love that. I, I can't even believe it's December already and we launched this podcast in April. I think we started talking about it in January or February, so definitely at the very beginning of the year. Yes, definitely. And we've done and dusted season three and we're going into season four and I'm just like, how? (laughs) Where where has that time gone? Um, But yeah, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed myself because I don't know about you, but um, every time I get to sort of speak to an amazing individual in the industry and pick their brains, it's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, I completely agree. I just, I can't believe the the caliber of guests we've had throughout, like we've had some brilliant women come on board and we've just discussed all kinds of topics as well. Yes and I think that's key isn't it the amount of varied topics that we've um, covered and I suppose that sort of leads us into my first question and first topic that I thought we could go into where we sort of like discuss our standout episodes from um, our last seasons. Now, I know this is going to be very hard, um, and I don't know about you, but I was going through all the episodes. I was like, how do I pick? There's, I just want to pick them all. Um, but I have managed to whittle down to three. How about you? Oh, yeah, I found it impossible. I thought it was so difficult, to be honest. Like I went through a lot of them, and because also, like, I, we've been listeners to some, and then we've been hosts to others, which I think might make us a little bit biased as well so but I'm I'm happy to to try my best and give it a go so maybe you can you can start with saying one you've absolutely loved and and I, I can try to follow okay well my first one that I picked out um was Christy Plantinger who discussed imposter syndrome now the reason why I picked this one out was because this topic was so such a passion area of mine and I think all of us or most of us feel imposter syndrome, not just in SEO, but in work in general. And it was just such a great episode because we were sort of like discussing it all. And Christy was like giving like ways to manage it and think about it and stuff. So that was definitely on my um, list to include. Yeah, I, I loved that episode. And I thought like Christy just, I loved the way she shared a lot of it as well. And the way she approached you know a topic that a lot of us can relate to for sure um I think if we're starting with uh, like standout episodes in season three I'll actually take us a little bit earlier like the very first episode of that season I loved your conversation with Abby Reamer I think Abby is just the epitome of everything when it comes to content SEO and content auditing she's so smart and she manages to break down very you know complex topics in 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 a, in a very 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 simplistic way so i thought that had a lot of 
valuable information. Um, and she's someone who's done like workshops and so forth with us before as well. And she she just always approaches every topic and shares tons and tons and tons of knowledge. Yes, and she just had so much energy and uh, she was a delight to talk to. Um, and she definitely got me rethinking about how I approach content and stuff. Um, so yes, definitely 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 would uh recommend checking that one out if um if you haven't already um okay so my second one is one that we did together and again going back to our very first episode where we had Jamie Indigo uh where we were talking around um ethics and disinformation uh around like search engines and Google um because this episode sort of like blew my mind but it really got me thinking and yeah I was just I'm in awe of Jamie and what she does because she's really good at highlighting really key important topics but explain in a way that really makes sense and I just really thoroughly enjoyed the episode because yeah we just delved into so much and I think it's a great episode for for like SEO people to really think about um like the information disinformation the monopoly of Google the ethics surrounding it it was just yeah definitely if you've listened to it once definitely go listen to it again because it's one of those episodes where I think you can keep listening to it because you can keep pulling stuff out of it yeah I agree I still can't believe that our very first uh, podcast guest was Jamie because <laughs> yeah. Jamie is so brilliant and uh, yeah she just she approaches these topics with a lot of grace as well and I know how difficult it is to talk about some of these topics and it could be so easy to just decide to talk about uh, you know a normal technical SEO topic but she's always keen to kind of discuss things along the lines of you know ethics and disinformation and how that can how how we're all a part of it really so yeah couldn't agree more and yes it was our first episode which always makes it very very special yes Um, I think thinking back to season one um one to call out for sure and I had a lot of fun recording that with you as well and it was I think it was like a Saturday or a Sunday morning um with Miracle um so we talked all about forecasting SEO and what like what a complex topic yet you know she makes it so fun like I've learned so much about forecasting and SEO from Miracle and forecasting is one of those things that you know you can absolutely hate doing but we a lot of us as SEOs we get tasked to do that all the time whether we're agency and in-house um and Miracle just has a great way of approaching it and how she managed to break that down within you know 20 or 25 minutes was was extremely insightful so that's definitely one of my standout episodes right there. It's so funny that you included um, Miracle because she was actually on my list as well to sort of um, pick out because I thoroughly enjoyed that one as well. Um, And yeah, um, I think one of the things that I picked out um, that stuck with me is um, when we were asking her about like, how do you get like buy-in or how do you make your uh, reporting really understandable? And she said, it's about three things, simplicity, clarity, and language um and and it's true so simplicity in knowing who you're talking to making sure that it's understandable clarity is it is is it really um 
clear what you're saying what you're trying to put across to like get more buy-in or or get the investment that you need for seo and also the language so with like like who again who you were talking to what is the language are you using lingo uh so yeah it's funny because miracle was on my my list as well so you beat me to it a read <laughs> oh well no i think that i think that you know that shows how powerful that episode was for sure um and the way that we, I took it really from the analytical side, while you took it more from, you know, from from that type of learning, which is which is really interesting to see how different people can listen to the same episode and, you know, have different takeaways from it. And I would um, like to pick out a episode that you did uh, with Michelle Race uh, from Deep Cool. Was that? Yeah. I think that was season two. Or. Mm-hmm. Is that I think right? it was, yeah, yeah, it was the <laughs> very last episode of season two, yeah. It's uh, all a bit of a blur, um, but yeah, um, but that, uh, so again, um, so XML sitemaps, that can be quite technical, can't it, and can get quite complex, but I just loved how understandable Michelle made it and she made some like really key points um in there and I just thoroughly enjoyed listening to you guys discussing all things XML sitemaps so um and I guess you you enjoyed talking to her uh, about it yeah so knowledgeable I, I couldn't like I, I remember even seeing that pitch come through and I was so excited I was like oh my god we have to have Michelle on because I couldn't believe that someone wanted to spend the whole podcast episode just (laughs) talking about XML sitemaps like I love that and she had so much to share but also like when we were talking about the speaker plans and so forth beforehand she just she was so well prepared. Like she sent me all this information that she wanted to go through. She took, you know, such an, like an integral part in, oh yeah, let's go through that question, but no, maybe not that question. And I just love that. Like, I love the fact that she put a lot of effort in preparing for the episode as well. And it definitely showed like, for me, if anyone wants to learn about XML sitemaps, they they should definitely, definitely listen to that episode. Definitely, definitely. Um, have you both done three now? Is that? Um, I think I've done. I mean, if I had to pick one more, like yes. from from season two specifically, I, I've I had just have so much love for Catherine Ong, and we we had an episode together where we went through uh, large scale website migrations, and it was just so much fun because she had all of these examples to share with you know all of these like massive type of governmental sites and health publications and so forth yes Um, I loved how much she shared in terms of the amount of examples um, which I'm sure even if someone isn't working with websites you know within that niche or that large scale a lot of the migration tips that she shared can definitely be applied on smaller scale sites or on different industries so Catherine is always so generous with the knowledge that she shared and that was definitely a standout episode for me she definitely made me laugh out loud as well she is hilarious as well isn't she (laughs) yeah. (laughs) yeah I thought that was a really good one as well um so Okay, and I suppose what we want to quickly say is thank you to all of our guests, because like we said earlier, it was so hard picking our standout. Um, They were all awesome. So thank you so much, um, speakers who have joined us over the last uh, three seasons, um, because yes, you have helped make this podcast awesome. Um, What would be the top things that you've learned from uh, speaking to people, Areej? It's yeah, I think that's a really interesting question. I've noticed that 
it's not the once you dive into the actual topic like people find it so easily to just sit and talk and talk and talk about it but it's you know it's 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 the starting point right it's you know asking someone to introduce themselves to a whole a whole group of audience who who will sit down and listen later or you know some of the questions we ask up front around you know oh well what empowers you to be the brilliant woman you are a lot of people struggle a little bit with finding answers to these questions, which I totally understand. I think that's a, you know, those are very, very difficult questions to to answer. So I found that interesting that, you know, when it comes to the actual topic, it's very, very easy to talk about it freely. But when it comes to some of those initial questions, it can be a little bit challenging. Yes, definitely. Um, and I just enjoyed listening to everyone's like different journeys, how they got into SEO, um, because I think I think no one really from the conversations that I've had, no one sort of like plans it really, do they? They kind of find like a journey into it and sort of like stumble into it. Um, but most of the people that I was talking to is like once once they've stumbled across the world of SEO. And they realize how wonderful it is. They they just seem to love it and want to do so much. Um, and I think that's also um, like that that comes across at, with like people within the industry as well. Because there's so many people doing awesome things like giving advice, putting blogs together, doing videos, helping people out. Um, and I suppose what I sort of learned is how like supportive and uh, the SEO community is of other SEOs and we're all wanting to help each other aren't we yeah definitely agree I think a lot of we usually always round up an episode by asking people you know what resources would you like to share and so and people tend to have so many different like people talk a lot at that point about like Twitter and you know different Slack communities and different groups and so on which shows that you know it's definitely an industry where you can get a lot of help and you can find a lot of help um, so that's that's always a good reminder to to know. Definitely, um, there was a as I was going through um, the episodes and stuff, there was a couple of things um, that I sort of learned or things that like stuck with me, um, and one was on Beth Nunnington's episode, um, which you you did, didn't you, with with her, mm-hmm. um, yep. and yeah, uh, she she said about how um, John Mueller, who is a Google representative, um, said that the total number of backlinks to a website doesn't matter. Um, What they focus on is trying to understand what's relevant for that website. Uh, We know that Google tracks links, but it uses machine learning to read the content that's around that link and understand the wider context of that article too. Uh, So I remember hearing that and think, because I think sometimes like one of the metrics is how many backlinks, how many links can we get to a website? Whereas that was like a, a reminder of, okay, what's better is to fit. Cause that whole uh, uh, episode was about relevancy, wasn't it? Um, and it's much better to go after quality and relevancy of links not, rather than the number of it. Um, so that was just like a, like a, a, a really um, focused example, but there was lots of things like that that I learned as well. Yeah, I think she articulated it very well as well. Like it's it's one of those things where um, I know within her agency, they're working a lot on different like scoring metrics and things like that. So she did come in with all of this research that she's done 
Um, and she, you know, she articulated a lot of it, like relevancy in digital PR is one of those topics that a lot of people can definitely talk about, but it's very, very difficult to kind of try to hone down specific metrics or so forth. Um, but yeah, like, to be honest, I, I think in, I can't even try to dig out specific examples here on there about what I learned. Like a lot of it was very eye-opening. I love the episode with Laura Brady on e-commerce SEO. Like I work in e-commerce, so do you. And I felt like there was tons that I learned from that. It was super, super, super actionable. Um, and that's why I get really excited, you know, when someone wants to come on and share their knowledge. Like that's the thing about this industry. I feel like a lot of people are definitely willing to share a lot of their in-depth knowledge and I I just I just find that very beautiful it is it is and yeah like I uh, if you go back um through all the podcasts you could really easily pick out like one or two like yeah amazing things that you've learned um so so yeah I think just listen to them I think we're saying because you'll get so much out of them okay moving on then um what do we think, so this is outside of the podcast and more sort of like talking about the industry. Um, I thought it'd be good to sort of like discuss about um, what Google did good and bad this year. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you want to kick things off there. Yeah, I think that's a, you know, that's a, it's a difficult question. I feel like this year was, uh, was super busy, right? Like we're, <laughs> we're, yes. we're in another update at the moment, which is crazy. We've just finished one last week, and now we have a new one that rolled out in the start of December. Um, and it's been a very, very busy year. I, it was like the summer, the ultimate summer of updates, where we had, I don't know, like two or three of them. So there was definitely a lot of that happening, which isn't necessarily bad. I think the good that comes out of it is the communication side, for sure. I do feel like over the years... Um, Google has improved in terms of how they communicate and the different types of resources they share. Um, they have a lot of their own like podcasts and webinars and things like that now, which makes things feel very, very inclusive to newcomers within the industry as well. So even though there's a lot happening and things keep changing as they always do, I, I feel like the, the communication um, has definitely improved over time. Yes, I'd have to agree. And I suppose what we've got to remember is that every time that Google does an update, um, they are just trying to improve improve the um, the landscape, aren't they? They're trying to, ultimately, they're making sure that user experience and like what people land on are the best content that it can be. So I suppose even though it can be frustrating and yeah, um, it was like, because when I found out that that they were rolling out uh, an update before Christmas. I was like, charming. <laughs> Merry Christmas to us. Um, but yeah, I suppose it's just about every time like an update comes out, um, it's having a breather, seeing how you've been affected um, and making an action plan from there. Um, because you always get your biggest winners and losers, don't you, out of these things. And it's just about being flexible and adapting to what happens, I suppose. Um, I do remember one, um, I think it happened a few months ago, you know, when um, Google decided to sh um, change up what they showed on page titles um, and they're pulling in other, um, like, I think they were pulling in H1s instead. I know that caused quite a few issues for companies. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still happening to this day and it has been happening for a really long time. But I think within that, I know quite a few people, like including Lily Ray, for example, were super vocal about the 
the kind of impact it had on, on CTR and so forth. And it was very interesting how when, you know, a few folks like Lily Ray and others just kind of stepped up and had a lot of, you know, were very vocal about it. Google actually went back and said, yep, this is, this is going to be re-looked into, this is going to be revisited. Um, and I think there were some improvements done on the on the back of this, which is, you know, again, that's very good to see that type of reaction come back. And it kind of shows how, how strong the SEO industry can be as a collective. Yes, yes, definitely. Like um, working together. Okay, and then last, uh, last point, um, predictions or what we'd like to see Google do more of next year. Yeah, I mean, something I always talk about every time someone asks me, and I think I've done that now for the last two or three years. <laughs> when someone asks me, oh, Arij, what do you predict for next year? I always talk about the topic of accessibility um, I cannot wait for it to be a ranking factor so that websites and webmasters are forced to actually take it very, very seriously. Whereas right now there are, you know, there's some guidelines, there's some regulations around it, but that's about it. We unfortunately as SEOs are not prioritizing it at all in our roadmaps. So I, I really hope that next year when it comes to all things accessibility, things are just taken a little bit more seriously and prioritized in, in our roadmaps. Yes, fingers crossed, because as soon as that comes a priority, um, the more th- th- we can work on it then, can't we? Because it becomes it becomes important because we it is important and we need to do it. But like there's so much that goes on in a SEO roadmap, isn't there, that sometimes it's hard to get things across. So I'm with you on that. Accessibility, Google, John Mueller, if you're listening, come on. <laughs> step up to the plate um I suppose what I would like to see is a bit more variety in SERPs um so what I see see a lot is when I'm um doing sort of like keyword research or putting like content plans together um there's a lot of like similar looking content around um certain topics um so and they all sort of like seem to follow similar like guides so it would be like um like guides to or it just it just seems very similar with the content that's within the SERPs so I'd like to see a bit more variety um going forward um I I also see eat becoming more and more um important um obviously Obviously, each for those that don't know, uh, stands for expertise, authority, and trust. Um, and that did that roll out a few years ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was the summer of uh, maybe August twenty eighteen, if I recall. Yeah, but I'm I'm seeing like it has been rolled out for a while, but I think it's becoming more and more um, important for sort of companies to show how their content is trustworthy because uh, a lot of the times when I'm doing competitor research most of the times what they're doing better is proving why they're expert um, so yeah I think that's going to become more prevalent um, and I'm also hearing video people are saying video is going to be more and more important so I don't know about that one because obviously on one side you've got okay it's um, great type of content uh, people like video but then you've got issues about slowing your um, website down haven't you and stuff like that so that'd be an interesting one to see um, I don't know what your thoughts are on video or if you if you've heard that yourself yeah yeah definitely I think at the end of the day it's all about you know serving serving users with with content that they find 
interesting and they find relevant and with a lot of platforms now always surfacing video and prioritizing video it, it makes sense for a lot of websites to go down that route because it's again as you said like it touches on a lot of other metrics including performance accessibility and so forth but yeah it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen in 2022 Exactly, exactly. Right, um, I believe that's us, Arij. That brings us to the end of Roundup episode that we're doing and our last episode of this year. I know, it's really exciting. I can't believe we're already wrapping up the year. But as you said, like, honestly, this podcast would not have been possible with all, without all of our brilliant speakers who have decided to come on and share their knowledge. Of course, all our awesome audience as well who listened along the way and, you know, tweeted and thanked us and thanked all of our speakers and shared our podcast episodes with others um, and then of course our sponsors like we've worked with some brilliant brilliant sponsors this year um, some who have sponsored like entire seasons so a huge thank you to to everyone who supported our mission yes and um the only thing left to say really is that um we will be back in the new year with season four so we'll keep you updated. So keep keep your eyes peeled. And yes, if you want to become a, a speaker or a sponsor or find out more, visit www.womenintechseo.com and then you'll be able to find out everything that you need to about the podcast and the community. Um, I think that's everything, isn't it, Areej? Yeah, pretty much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone. And until season four.